Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Broadcasting from Cincinnati, you're listening to the Ringside Reporter Podcast. All the news from the world of boxing right here. Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. Now, here's your host, Eric Lorda. And we are live. Welcome to the Ringside Reporter Show, where we have a very special Tuesday show for you. It's the Boxing Voice Reunion Show. We got Nestor Gibbs. Ness, how are you? Oh, man, super excited to be on. Thank you for having me, and hello to everybody, man. Absolutely, man, absolutely. We got ringside Robert. Yeah, hello, everybody. It's good to be back. I'm glad to be here. Uh, when I was told that this was going to happen, uh, I made sure that I was definitely going to be available because I didn't want to miss this. There you go. There you go. And, of course, we got Joe Habib in the house. What's going on, everybody? From Boston. <laughs> and, of course, Eric Lorta. That's me. And uh, I tell you what, man, let's just uh, jump right into it. If you guys want to call and ask questions, 323-870-3857. And uh, we got a bunch of topics tonight. And let's just let's just start about it, man. Uh, guys, how long has it been since you guys have been on the same podcast together like this? It's been a while. I've, I've read somewhere in the chat somebody said five years or oh, it's something crazy. Than, it's been yeah, a long time, that. right? It's been longer than that, I think. Yeah, it, at least five. No, it's been five, years. five years. It's been five years. Um, I don't know what what was what year do you think it was? Be about two thousand sixteen. That's, oh, that's I think it was two thousand sixteen. Yeah, that's five years. So, five, five long years, man. Long I'm long years. Unfortunate years. We could have been making radio gold every now and then. <laughs> I know, I know. Here we are. Here we are, man. We'll oh, fix it man. up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll fix it up. I tell you what, uh, when we when we uh, talked about the show, Ness, Beeb, ever since we've talked about the show, has Honest. been beaming. He has just been beaming. Uh, he's, he's so happy to be here, so happy to, you know, he's like, uh, oh, are we going to do the show? We're going to do, he's like, we, we, we got to get this together, blah, blah, blah. So he's been very excited about this. He's, he missed you. He missed you. Yeah, I missed you. Oh, man, good, good. I, I see a lot of our uh, mutual friends in the chat, man. So I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm happy everybody's rocking out with us, man. Yeah. That thumbs up button, man. Show your love and support for the show, man. We're here to talk some, some, some boxing, man. You guys got some pretty good topics. They're definitely going to move the needle. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So tell us, um, now you're working with fighters now, correct? You do your show, he does the boxing voice and everything like that, but you're also working with some fighters, man, because it's pretty exciting, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. Uh, me and Mario and uh, one other friend, we've, we've started a publicity agency and uh, we've been um, doing some publicity for fighters and uh, 
Yes, yeah, spreading our wings, so to speak. And, uh, man, we got a good amount of fighters now. We got a nice little stable. I think we got about 10 fighters or, or close to that, maybe seven so far. And um, good names. You know, we're not just picking up anybody. You know, we're picking up people that we know and that we have some sort of personal relationship with because at the end of the day, you know, uh, we want to do our best to put their names out there and, and help them. Uh, get further along in their career. I mean, obviously, with Ryan Garcia being able to renegotiate his contract twice in the media, I think everybody's kind of realized how powerful um, social media is and the fact that they need to get ahead of that before it's too late. You know what I mean? Um, look at Jake Paul. He was able to get a three-fight deal because of the power of social media. So uh, the quicker these fighters realize that, the better off they'll be. Do they realize it? I mean, you know, the up-and-comer fighters, uh, and I know you do, like, a, a lot of the up-and-comers and everything like that. Do they realize the importance of social media? I mean, because a lot of them, you know, they just want to box. They don't really realize, you know, that we got to put we got to put things out there. We got to get noticed. We have to be, you know, attract people to us. I think they do. I think they, um, they're they starting to pick up on it more than in the past, obviously, uh, I mean, you look at a guy like Mike Polite Coffee. I love him. I've been interviewing him since he was 0-0. He's about to have a main event July 31st on PBC, but he's got 2,000 followers. Then you look at a heavyweight that I'm working with. He's 5-0, 5 KOs. He's got 40-something thousand followers. So it's about what are you doing to put yourself out there, you know? And, and for instance, uh, Dakari might get some hate, uh, a.k.a. Mack Chuck, because he puts out sparring, but... He's five and zero, not signed to a major promoter. He doesn't now have doesn't have Al Heyman, and yeah, he's got more followers now. Obviously, Mike Polite Coffee is getting the opportunities, but when Mac Truck's phone gets rung, those offers will be better for him because of the following that he brings, because he's already selling tickets, you know, at at a ground roots level. So I think it is importance of grave importance to these fighters. I mean, look at Tank. His his following is showing that that he's a star, you know, um, man. I mean, I was in that I was in Atlanta and I've covered a lot of fights in this uh, time that I've been doing this. People really came out for that kid stars and, and beautiful people, no fights, you know, spending money. So uh, Tank is well on his way. Let me ask you a question. What do you do when, you know, you, you say, uh, like, say, Dakari has, like, 40,000 followers and Coffee has, like, uh, what is it, 2,000 or something like that, and he's going to be main event. What advice do you give these guys? I mean, as far as, like, how do they how do they bring that level up? I mean, what is the what is the formula there for them? I think for a, a Coffee, at this point, it, it's a little bit too late, and it'll work itself out. If we remember F.A. Ajagba got a PBC fight, uh, I forgot the guy who walked out the ring, but that that raised the jog by ten thousand in oh, that. Yeah. Um, so the right fight, the right fight can take you to the next level. If he knocks out Gerald Washington the way that he knocked out Damani Rock, there's no telling how many thousands of followers he could pick up. When Andy Ruiz beat AJ, obviously we're talking about Anthony Joshua, but he got to a million. You know, then he got with Canelo, and he's at one point eight. So. There are ways to raise it, man. Affiliations for sure. And just like you and I, collaborations, you know, you and I getting together, we're, we're mixing my audience and you're introducing me to your audience. 
you know, hopefully I have you guys on my panel and, it, and it's the same way. And, and that's what, you know, networking is and growth comes from. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, that's what happens for coffee. And for, <laughs> and for the fighters that we're working with, right? Because uh, we want to bring awareness to their, um, you know, their platforms, their social media, their fights, give them visibility, help them sell tickets. And... Um, Hopefully make them bigger names in this sport. You know, for instance, Beeb has 10 years doing this. You know, he's got to know at least five podcasters, five uh, um, authors that he can call on that, uh, you know, can do him a favor, can write a story because of his time in. He's already put the time in. And and I think that's what we have over traditional publicists, right? Like, uh, not just the boxing voice, but if you guys decided to help some fighters, you have a platform. Traditional publicists don't have a platform. Kelly Swanson, she's a beautiful person, biggest publicist in the world when it comes to boxing, uh, but she doesn't have a platform. She'd be lucky if her Instagram or something is as big as my personal Instagram. So her Rolodex is strong, and her years in the business give her, obviously, that advantage, but you know, that same time that she has, I'll be putting in my platform will continue to grow. And I believe I'll have a one up on the traditional publicist because if all else fails, come on to my platform where we're established with over 130,000 subscribers. That's a, that's an interesting point, especially like Kelly Swanson. Like you said, she doesn't have a big social media, you know, a social media platform, but she has a big Rolodex and here you're working to build both. And you think that'll, yeah, that should uh, carry you in the future. Um, of all the fighters you have now, if you had to pick one, who becomes champion first? Oh, well, that's easy because she's already become champion. Let minus me tell her, you. minus her, minus her. Okay. Uh, well, Shadeja Green. Yes. I think Shadeja Green, um, you know, I'll probably, you know, get, 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 get pinned to the cross for this one, but, uh, she's going to take out a major name, whether it be Savannah, whether it be Clarissa herself, whether it be Alicia Napoleon, uh, Alejandra Jimenez, or Franchon Cruz Desern, um, there's no doubt in my mind that this young lady is just as good. And and again, the beauty of this is like I told her when I when I seeked her out, I'm not just looking for clients. I shared the ring with Shadeja Green. I've watched her spar men. I've seen her spar Dervianchenko. I've seen her spar Kurt Saides, uh, 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 Hakeem Nurse. I know the level of talent. Now, no, I haven't seen Alicia Napoleon and Christina Hammer and Clarissa Shields do that. I haven't. I wonder, can they? I wonder, can they hang with real grown men? You know, um, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm sure all women spar men. Um, but I know this one is a dog. I know she sparred Melissa Odessa. I know she sparred Aida Biggs, who was the sister of Justin Biggs I'm from Brooklyn. She sparred a lot of females, and when I talk to them, they all say the same thing. Shadeja is a beast. It's like Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. 
Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Like a diamond in the rough. I really don't know why she hasn't been, um, I guess, discovered is the word. I did bring her up to, to Eddie Hearn, who seems to be interested in, in females. And she'd make a, a perfect opponent for Savannah Marshall. Um, but she hasn't been picked up by a major, but she's still grinding it out. Eight and oh, seven KOs. You tell me the last time a girl was five and oh and didn't already get a title shot. There's a reason they're keeping her away from these other young ladies, but her time will come, and I believe she will be our next world champion uh, as far as TBV, uh, you know, TBV media. Shadeja Green should definitely be that. Um, but I also got a heavyweight, American heavyweight. He's 2-0, Derek Starling, uh, very known in the uh, amateurs and uh, just turned pros. Got a fight coming up in about two weeks, and uh, he's big. You know, he's strong, and he's boxing first right so as long as he could take a punch uh he should be able to go far you know Gerald Washington is boxing first and look at how far his career has gone here he is with another opportunity his knock is the chin can he take the chin you know we had him on the show he says look it's heavyweight boxing people call me chinny but it's heavyweights um but we'll see let me ask you a question so do you help these guys get you know you said that uh Shadeja, she's eight no um, and she's not signed to any big promoter yet. Is that part of your job as well, or is that more the manager's position? Definitely the manager's job, but I will not lie. I'm helping with everything I can. I'm not sure. gonna. I'm not gonna tell you anything different than that. Um, whatever they need help with, I'm trying to help with. Even in our contract, it states any advice me and my team could give, we will give. And you know, I'm ecstatic at the moment. I can't exactly say who, but. Um, I recommended someone uh, to a lawyer and they're going to be able to free them out of their contract. So <laughs> um, I'm doing okay in the eyes of my clients. And uh, you know, I just want to, I just want to get more and uh, continue to do a good job for each individual. Like I got Lucas body. He's from Canada. You know, he's 10 and 10 KOs and, and they're little goals that I'm just, uh, I'm falling in love with, right? Like I get to say I represent a fighter that's represented by Phil Greco, former former fighter, you know, ties to Al Heyman. I get to say that that my fighter is represented by David Itzkowitz, former CEO uh, for Rock Nation. Um, those are little goals for me. You know what I mean? It's like I said, like Melissa, when we got her, she was just a contender. Now she's an IBO champion. So it's a hunt for the other five. So that I'm living her story with her. So those little goals, I mean, I'm just happy. I live, I got a smile every day. Yo, it's, 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 it's beautiful that I'm here doing an interview with you guys because me and Beeb had this conversation all the time. What, what would you do if you can do this for a living? I, I, <laughs> I wish I can do this for a living. We would say that to each other and here we are. 
and uh, we're making the dream come true. And I can't be mad. I can't, I just can't be mad. No matter. It's like I tell everybody. No matter if nothing, if I don't get any bigger than I am for the for the next five to ten years, I'm so happy. Like I'm living in Florida. I got my second home. I didn't even have to sell my first home. Like that alone is an accomplishment for our family itself. You know, you call a, a real estate agent. They're like, do you need to sell before you're buying? You know, because th- now they got to sell your house. Wait for right. the closing. No, I don't. <laughs> that was because of boxing. And uh, I'm just grateful, man. Look, I- I've made tons of mistakes. You know, me and Beeb's fallout was a mistake. Numerous co-hosts. Even, even uh, some things in <laughs> most recently I- I- I've handled poorly. Um, I just hope I can do better next time out. And, you know, um like I'm, I'm doing business with Fight Hype, and it's because I seen him, and I went up to him, and you know, me and I used to tell B a, a dozen things about Ben Thompson because I was so competitive. It was nothing malice. It was nothing, nothing negative. It's just I wanted to win. I wanted to win. So when I seen him, I said, "Listen, man, if I ever said anything wrong about you, I apologize. That was my competitive name. I just wanted to win. There was a point when Ben, maybe with 60, 80,000 subs from me, I thought I could win. So anything I might have said was a, was all in competitive nature. Um, I let him know that, and I apologize. And then next thing you know, he's giving me an opportunity to double dip is what I like to call it. Because if I, if I could still put my interviews on my own channel and give them to you and make double, triple, quadruple the amount of money, I'm not mad. And that all came from swallowing my ego and apologizing for my for my own, you know, aggressive nature. I'm a little too I get a little too excited. I like the, who doesn't want to win, right? We all want to win. We, we could do, if we yeah. could, they call it we would. <laughs> when, when you're young, you get the knowledge first and then you get the wisdom second. So now you got the wisdom. You always had the knowledge, but now you got the wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom is through experience. B, why don't you age, brother? He doesn't, does he? Well, I, B, what, are you fifty-two now. What are you fifty-two? Be, be fifty-two in uh in December, man. It's crazy. Lord, mercy. honestly, you look so young. You make me want to comb my beard, bro. <laughs> young right now, bro. Thank you, thank you bro. Honestly, I, I mean, fifty-two. I would have never guessed it. No. I swear. no. And I feel like when we were together, you would say 44, but it does, you can't, you haven't aged at all. That's no, crazy. It's insane, man. It really is. Yeah, man. The fountain of youth over here. The fountain of youth. <laughs> Robert, jump in here. Yeah, well, hey, I, I think this whole thing is awesome. Like I said on Sunday's show, Eric, when, when we announced this to the audience, I think it's great that we're all together and uh, we can all work together because instead of being competitors, if we work together, maybe we can figure out a way to bring more people into this wonderful sport that we all love and care about. And, and we go out of our way to make sure that we watch all the fights and we pay attention to what our fighters are doing. And I, I think this whole process is fantastic, and I'm glad we were able to do this. I agree, man. Uh, for many years... Again, I, I just put myself in this this competition with everybody. And, uh, you know, YouTube itself teaches you that in order to grow, you got to collaborate. And I myself alienated myself from 
anybody I could collaborate with just simply because I wanted to win, you know, but the way to win is to collaborate. And that's what, that's my intentions uh, moving forward. You know, I had D style on the panel. I'm here with you guys. I was on major keys. I believe, I, I mean, I've been all over and I want to open that invitation to you guys as well. You know, yeah. one thing I will give, um, you know, 78 sports and black fife their community is strong and they stick together and they support one another. And, uh, you know, if the YTBC could do that, I mean, there's no telling, uh, you know, what we can do. Um, so yeah, man, I, I look forward to, to this not being the, the first nor the last time that we're on, on together. I know you guys, a few of you all do kind of like a round table. Unfortunately, it's on my, uh, flagship day, but I would like to, you know, come up with a, with another day that works for everybody so that we can, uh, you I'll know, stop in. I'll stop popping in in the mornings with you for an hour or two. Uh Oh, there we go. <laughs> I, can, I can pop in. I can pop. Let's in. Do it. I can cut, I can cut my gym session like a little bit, a little, little, bit, little back and just pop in. B, you still ripped up over there? Um, two in the two hundred mark right now, two hundred five right now. Oh man, he's not flexing heavy. today. I don't understand it. You're you're flexing every other show. Every other show, you're pulling your sleeves up. What are you? All of a sudden, you're shy yeah. now. What are you, you get shy? Get Come I want to get flagged. You don't want to get flagged. I like that one. Oh, man. Well, let's move to some topics here, man. You had mentioned uh, 78 Sports, and uh, they're part of the LDBC, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they've got a huge, huge following. All of those channels do. You talk about uh, LBDC, you talk about Lions Den, and all the others. I mean, uh, Blue Blood, I think, is part of that as well. He's got a, just a, a major channel going on as well. Um, now, Deontay Wilder gave an interview to 78 just recently, and he stated that he thinks that Fury uh, is going to cheat again. And I guess my thing is with this is that, like, none of the cheating has been proven. I mean, it, the, the commission would have caught something. His drug test would have caught something if somebody spiked his water. There's a, a, a billion things we could say, but he continues to talk. I know Fury has kind of buried himself underground in his training and everything like that. What goes through your head? And, I, and I'll pose a question to everybody, but what goes through your head when you hear this kind of stuff? You know, when, when you hear him go on 78 and talk like this and everything like that. Because I know he was a big part of your show at one point. Um, and I imagine that maybe he still is. I don't know. But, you know, how does that, what, do you, what, is, your, what is your take on that? Um, I think my co-host or one, someone said it the best. Uh, I just wanted to come. What do we got now? 14, 14 days? No, it's the 24th, 24th. So we're at like 19 days or something yeah, like that. I, I just wanted to come because uh, there's so much, right? It's like you think Fury's going to cheat, but you're going back to the same commission that you claimed allowed him to cheat. Uh, it's just so many answers that we're not going to get answers for. We're just not. So uh, the only true answer, in my opinion, is the the fight, the outcome of the fight, you know? Um, and who wins it. it? This fight, it's another beautiful fight, though. Like, the truth is, it's given us something we've never gotten. Um, look, I'm glad again to be on this show. I was asking, uh, I think, uh, D Style, and he really couldn't answer it. Maybe Beeb with uh, all the history. Have you ever seen another heavyweight fight that had a trilogy? Let alone if Wilder can win. People might ask for a four fight sometime down the line. 
Um, so this is very historical. Holyfield fought Bo three times. Yeah, that was mm. three. That goes yeah. to Ali three. Holyfield fought. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Holyfield yep, fought those, Bo three those two times. come to mind immediately. Yeah. Holyfield Bo, two legendary names, and who else? And uh, this is what Fraser uh, Fraser Ali, Ali. Fraser. Fraser Fraser Ali. Yeah. That so they're they're putting themselves amongst greats just simply by doing what they naturally needed to do. So if Wilder can somehow get the knockout, which is highly improbable uh, according to most experts in the betting line, even though betting line kind of evened up there, Beeb. It, it, it's going up and down. I went up to Seabrook, and he was a plus 220. Then he went up to a plus 260, Wilder. Oh. Yeah, so it, it depends on the book you're going to. because oh, I, 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 I've been, So we got we got sport book, sports books out here now, so we can go up and take a ride up to New Hampshire or whatever. We're going to be getting one in uh, September. We got a casino in Everett, like 10 minutes from my house right now. They're going to be getting a sports book in uh, September. So you're going to have all these different lines, like, like – uh, my brother was showing me because he goes and plays poker up there, and um, my friend bet already bet Wilder at a plus two twenty. I, I I don't want to you know jinx him. I don't I don't tell him that I don't think Wilder's gonna win or whatever. I just yeah whatever whatever because I don't want I don't want to jinx his bet. But my brother was like showing me that like uh, Wilder's a plus two sixty now, so he he went up a couple points. I it, it may go down again. I don't know. Yeah, I got him down. He was 250 on mybookie.ag. He's plus 210. Tyson is a minus 270. Okay, okay so that, yeah. So that moved then. That moved. That moved significantly. Yeah. The over-under is minus, and that's that's pretty even money because it's minus 115 for Wilder, uh, a 7.5, and, and minus 105 for, for Fury, uh, wow. over a 7.5. So. Wow, it's tough. I it probably- is. I'd probably, I'd probably take the over. B, you knew, did you know I, I bet the draw on the first fight, bro? Did you really? I bet the draw on the first fight. Wow. That's crazy. That's huge. Um, I caught 4,700 for the draw. Good for you, the man. The bet I made was that fight. I mean, was that draw. I didn't make any other parlays, any other single best. I just felt the powers that be. And sure enough, I'm not saying that it was corruption, but somehow, some way. We got a draw that was controversial, and did I, you, I did you think it was a draw? Then did you think it was a draw? Now, so did, or did you, mean, you have a problem? Did you have a problem with the draw? I don't have any problem with the draw because yeah. I, I don't see how people that have been watching boxing, you know, even two years, really thought that Wilder didn't win a round from one through four. Yeah, like yeah. not even one round. Well, well think about this. Because you and I, we both had Bradley winning that Pacquiao fight. Like we, we was in the minority on that one, right? So it's it's hard for us to criticize other people's scorecards when, like, we've been on the other end of it, right? So, yeah. and that's what I get the most shit for, B, because uh, I'm notoriously more of a scorer for boxers. I know you are. Yeah, you like that I, style. Yeah, I like the boxer hit and don't yeah. be hit. Who yeah, wants yeah, yeah. hit? Like. Making your opponent miss and, and, and making him and you paying him off with a nice counter, that's what this sport is about. That's what I like, you know. Uh Haney Linares up until he got clipped. Man, that was in that was like superb boxing. I love that. You know, yeah. I've fell in love with Wilder's power because he allowed me to go to so many camps. I've never seen anyone do that in sparring, like on a consistent basis. It just was like I was mesmerized, and I said to myself, it doesn't matter who he touches, they will go down. 
And Fury did go down, but the issue is, since that first fight, guys, he's just taking those shots so much better. Even the first fight, like, we can't compare Fury's body language getting up from either of those two knockdowns to any other past Deontay Wilder opponent that has been put down. They all get up delirious, drunk, dizzy, legs not under him. Fury got up, shook it off, and, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that felt he won that 12th round. Not won it, but fought back. And fought back, and, yeah, for sure. I think, I think the little... The little nuances and the little idiosyncrasies that Fury does, like I don't think people notice. If you go back and watch when he was when he got knocked down, he's he's rolling and riding them shots out. He's not catching them shots flush. It's like he can see that right hand at the tail end, and he's reacting and he's turning it. Even in the twelfth round, he didn't really catch that the, the blunt of that right hand. He kind of still rolled it a little bit, but it was such a hard punch that it knocked him down. I felt it was the left. Like, he rolled with the right, but the left. The left. Yeah, the left. But that's, but again, that's not a money punch for Wilder. Wilder doesn't really turn that left hook over. Like, like if if, if that was Joshua throwing that left hook, he, he may not have gotten up because Joshua really gets leverage and turns that left hook over. I mean, we might go down a rabbit hole because uh, I feel like the left hook on Scott was real. I know a lot of people call it a phantom punch. Uh, but being in the gym, man, and watching him just drop dudes with sparring gear and headgear, I'm just like, yeah, that left hook landed. That shit is real. Like, it's just his power. But again, Fury didn't seem affected in the second fight. He rolled everything, like you said. It just, I don't know, man. He's got to show us. He, he got the number, man. He's got his number. And if he doesn't, again, Wilder would make history, but he's going to have to show yeah. it. I have to show. What do you guys think about the clips, man? Um, I've been asking anybody who would listen, who I interview. Uh, some people see um, improvement. Some people see change. And then you got people that are like, oh, well, that's just pad work. What happens when he's sparring? What happens when he gets hit? Is he going to revert? Ness, I did a video this morning. I was talking about it. If the, the easiest way to make a fighter look good mm -hmm. is put him on the pads because you control it. He's throwing punches. You're like, you can smack the pads, make the punches sound harder, right? You can you can pull the pad back, make the punches look harder, right? So when I'm watching him on the pads, he's doing what he what he likes to do. He's he's throwing punches from a distance, right? He's he's doing his natural strengths. So he's not really working on his weaknesses because he lost that second fight because he got mauled on the inside. He got out muscled on the inside. So they should be simulating a real fight. So if you're on the pads with someone like that, you got to get in there and you got to crowd him. You got to bump him. You got to see, he's got to teach Wilder when Fury gets in there and leans on him, give him the bump, give him the bump and create the space with the bump. Give him a little bump. You know what I'm saying? Give him a little push off. And, you know, you, you, you got to make him pull back. So if he's leaning on you, you pull back, let him fall forward. These are all things you got to work on. You got to work on how to deal when, with, when this guy's going to body you on the inside. He ain't going to let you get the space to throw the jab and turn the right hand over. He, he doesn't need someone hitting the back. Like, I, I, used to, I remember when I used to be at the gym, you know, and, I, and a girl would come up to me, hey, can you show me how to throw punches? And then I'd be on the pads with her. I'd be like, boom, boom, like making her punches. Like, damn, you can punch, baby. Like, because I wanted her to come back and train with me tomorrow because I wanted to get with her, right? That's how you, that's how, that's how you got to make that. That's, that's like a confidence builder, right? So, you, so you're making this dude look good. And you're going out of your way to make this look this dude look good, but you're not working on 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 the weaknesses. You're not create. You're not correcting 
mistakes and you're not adding a new wrinkle. He's just doing what he what he normally does. He trains himself. He just trains himself. And he got somebody in there that's going to let him train himself. That's going to be the yes man. There you go. There you go. Like, like come on. Like, every punch he throws, there you go. Uh, uh. Like he's a hype man. Positive reinforcement B. Okay, <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Nobody's perfect. You're walking around all day, right? Whether you're with your your woman or your wife, whatever, and she's sitting there saying, oh, honey, I love you, I love you. You can't love me that much. You can't be telling me I love you every five minutes, right? Nobody's that good, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? You can't give You can't give somebody unconditional praise. When you give somebody unconditional praise, that's the world we live in. Everybody gets a trophy, right? Nobody can do anything wrong anymore. Oh, that's okay. It's okay you struck out three times. You can get up next. You can go back and play next time. As long as you tried. Psh, I struck out three times. My dad said, what, what the F is wrong with you, man? You got grounded. Threw me in the batting cage for like an hour. That's what I would have <laughs> done. That's what so I would have done. I, I, I think this, all, this, all this, these, this training footage is just him hitting the pads, right? What else, what else has he done? He's not done anything else. He's hitting the pads, and he's, and he's smashing his, 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 his right hand. What else is he doing? I'm not seeing anything else. Triple, seeing we know he can hit hard. I mean, we know he can hit hard and, you know, watching the pads, watching him on the pads and everything like that. He hits hard. No question. Um, you know, can this translate into the second fight, though? Without he's footwork? Without, and, you know, the other thing, yeah, dude, he's he's here's the other thing is that, like, all right, so what happens? Okay, so say he changes. Say he's a Jermaine Taylor. Say once he gets hit, does he go Jermaine Taylor? Does he go back to what he knows? Well, first of all, his stance is... His stance is so wide too. Yeah. Whenever you have your stance wide like that, you it takes you that much more time to reset from transitioning back yeah. to offense to defense because mm. you're wide like that. So you gotta you gotta take more time to pull yourself and get your back get yourself back into that defensive construct because your your feet are wide. You're off balance, right? You're throwing a punch and you're overextending because your feet are wide. He gotta he gotta learn to keep his feet closer together. His footwork, his fit, his footwork isn't the greatest. I mean, he's lucky. He's a genetically gifted person. He's just normally an athletic guy. He's got a, he's got a, a great amount of fast twitch muscle fibers. He's gifted with that, mm -hmm. so he can get by. He can get by with this with his raw raw athletic ability and and just physical attributes, right? But doesn't that mean that he can learn more too because he's no, because he's stubborn, bro. He he he. You know, he He's a stubborn guy. He wants to do things right. his way. But is that you believing he's still the same? Now, now, obviously, we've had our fallout, but I'm looking at redemption. I'm thinking when you lose, it changes something about you. Now, it could be two things. You could go into depression, you know, and, and lose yourself, or it can motivate you. This doesn't seem like a motivated wilder to you. I'll tell you the problem, Ness. It's not a motive. It, it's it's somebody. He's searching for confidence. Ness, think about it. He's going. He's he's going in, into these on these channels, which is a controlled environment. He's going there because he knows these guys are gonna gas him up. He doesn't want to be ever told he's doing something wrong. Soon as you tell him he's doing something wrong, you're 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 wrong, not him. All, all Polly Malinaji did was say, "Hey, I scored the fight for Fury." He attacked Polly. Polly didn't call him a name. Polly didn't say, oh, he looked like shit. He, he didn't talk to him in a disparaging way. All he did was say you lost the fight, and that triggered him. All fighters are sensitive. We know that. We've been doing this a long time. We know they're sensitive. But this guy's ego is, is a little bit more fragile than most. 
to me. I mean, it's my opinion. I mean, oh, this, this is all my opinion. So for me, he likes to be in a controlled environment where, where everybody is just telling him what he wants to hear. That word hating gets thrown around so much. You know what that word hating really means? It means you're telling me something I don't want to hear, right? You're not giving me unconditional praise. I need unconditional praise. So if someone like if someone does something wrong and and no one's going to tell them they're doing something wrong, how do they correct their mistakes? So he's got people around him. If 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 he's telling himself and everybody around him is telling him the only reason why you lost that second fight is because the guy cheated, then you don't have to do nothing wrong. You don't have to you don't have to correct anything. You didn't lose because of what you did. You lose you lost because the guy cheated. And I don't even think he believes that. I think this is I think this was this is he's become a media a a, a, a media creation like a media a social media creation. YouTube created him, right? This is a character he's playing, and YouTube created it. And you know, all the power to him. It's made him more popular, believe it or not, because now he's got a lot of people that are just going to watch to see him lose now. So he's got that that side, and now he's got the minions on here. So social media is powerful. And I know I remember when Eddie Hearn used to say, oh, no one knows who he is, blah, blah, blah. I give him all the credit in the world because he made himself big via social media. He was going to all the fights, doing all the interviews, uh, talking to everybody, going on everyone's podcast. And you can laugh if you want, but he's using the LDBC, and the LDBC is using him. So part of me thinks this is just like a, he's just playing a WWE character right now. I don't even think he believes half of what he's saying. I'm, I'm always thinking this, this is, the, this is the, the, the guy I know, the real Deontay Wilder is that guy that turned pro at 20, did it for his daughter. He's the guy that was driving that Coca-Cola truck, working at them fast food restaurants, and did it for his daughter. You know what I'm saying? He had no money, but he stood by his family, and he took care of all, all his kids. He did what he had to do. That's the guy I think is the real Deontay Wilder. I don't think what we're seeing right now is the real Deontay, the, uh, real Deontay Wilder. I think this is a character, and I think he's going to play this character because it, it's getting him attention. It's getting, it's going to make him money in the long run. And when it's all said and done, he'll he'll probably flip the switch and go back to the old Deontay Wilder. Uh, you know, when he when he uh, rides off into the sunset. That's just my opinion. Do you think the strategy is making him more money uh, by? Like you said, by by going only to the platforms that you feel comfortable, isn't he? Isn't he? Well, Floyd did the same thing. Didn't Floyd do the same thing? Definitely did the same thing, right? The blueprints out there. But Floyd, Floyd, you know, Floyd, Stephen A. was a lot more interested in Floyd, so he followed Floyd regardless of where Floyd but went. What did Stephen A. say when Deontay Wilder lost the second fight? Stephen A. said, "I couldn't sleep." So they're talking about him on Fox. They're talking about him on ESPN. Even if they're saying bad things about him, like Floyd said, as long as you talk about me, that's all. That's all that matters. So he had. He actually had to be the bad guy. So he was the good guy, and it wasn't working for him. As soon as he started being outspoken, talking trash to, to uh, Anthony Joshua, being that bad guy, and then he took it to another level because the LDBC guys made him even more of a uh, you know uh, an anti-hero, right? And he's just riding off that, man. He's just playing that character. Dude, he's got an LDBC thing on his icon, bro. He's he's officially part of the LDBC right now. It's and crazy. Ness, you spent crazy. a lot of time with uh, Deontay in the past, according to your videos and everything. You talked about being in training camp and everything. Is this him? I mean, is this the guy? Is this the same guy that you talked to? Is this the same guy? Does he put on a persona for 
uh, publicity's sake? And does he have a private persona? I mean, is it, or is it just him? He's just kind of morphed into this. Nah, I just think this is uh, his way of stepping back. You know, obviously, we all had things to say uh, after the fight. And uh, I just feel that Deontay's not handling this situation the way that he handled the Anthony Joshua situation. Like, bro, I made jokes about Joshua Daly. Like, how many views did we get off of Anthony Joshua's loss? Like, the memes, you know, if I post any of that stuff, if I post memes of Wilder, like, I'm... I'm I'm obviously out out of the camp, I, you know, but I can post memes on AJ. It's this unfair double standard uh, that I don't get. When AJ made an excuse and said it was a punch from the gods, they said he wasn't a real champion. Anytime something came up, AJ never said he was knocked out, but that was another excuse that was given or put out there to shame AJ that he was knocked out in sparring by Joey DeWelco. We all laughed. We all did shows. I just don't understand why can't that energy be the same? Like, it's your turn. He literally said after the fight, he was never a champion. That's why he lost. So now no one can say the same to you? No one can, you know, take the same shots that you took at another champ? I don't know. And I just want the fight to come to get us an outcome uh, because that's the only thing that's going to settle this. Robert, who do you have winning this fight? <clears throat> well, uh, I, I have Tyson Fury winning this fight. Um, I, I firmly believe that um, Fury fought well in the first fight. He dominated uh, the second fight, and, you know, he, he's riding on a high right now. And, you know, I, I want... Uh, as a boxing fan, not not as somebody that does podcasts or anything, but as a boxing fan, I want to see Tyson Fury win so we can eventually get what all boxing fans want, a unification fight for the undisputed heavyweight title. Because uh, my understanding was they were in the process of negotiating that before all this uh, came down with the arbitrator and stuff. And I... We haven't had a unification fight in the heavyweight division for a number of years. And I'm looking forward to the day that that can happen. So we have one undisputed champion. And, uh, you know, we know who our true heavyweight champion is. And, you know, I'm I'm pulling for Fury as a fan just so we can see uh, him and Joshua uh, settle, settle the score. And, you know, hey, if, if Wilder somehow pulls off a miracle, you know, and wins this fight, I want to see if, if Wilder wins, I want to see Deontay Wilder do the same thing. I want a unification fight no matter who wins. I, I want to see that because that's something we, we have not had as boxing fans for quite some time. And I don't think we, I don't think we're gonna get it, regardless of who wins this Fury Wilder fight, because Fury is so unpredictable. He may, he may retire after this fight. You, who, who the fuck knows? He's so unpredictable, bro. Yeah, that's he is true, an unpredictable yeah. guy. That's for sure, man. He's already that's talking about sure. retirement right now. Like he, like, <laughs> I, well, that's I, not good. That's not. Yeah, good. I mean, are you guys afraid that he's not taking it as serious as the first and second fight because he just, 
he's not as visible as, as he once was in his previous training camps. Um, I don't know. He's not even on social media like that. He's dialed in right now. That's what he said. He said he was going to go underground to train. He's going to be cutting off social media and everything like that. Um, I I don't know what to make of the silence, to be honest with you. I I don't, you know, because he's always out there, you know. I think this is the time to go silent because when you're out there talking, giving interviews, that's wasted energy. You could be you could be putting forward, you know, towards your training. Right. Mm -hmm. That's How much do you think uh, Jared Anderson is bringing to the table? He seems to be one of the lead sparring partners, top ranked. You know, they're posting on their social media like this is uh, pay-per-view rounds. Like people would pay for the rounds that Fury and Jared Anderson are doing. How does he help Fury get prepared for Wilder, though? I feel like he's so much smaller. What I think Fury's looking for is he's looking for someone who's going to make it push him and, and make him fight a fast-paced fight in, in, in the rounds. I think that guy's mainly for conditioning work more so than, than tactics. Because you because you know you've been in the camps. You know how they bring different guys in. They'll bring the fast guy in, and they'll bring the big guy in, and they'll bring the defense guy in, and they'll bring the physical guy. Like, they, they have all different types. So they're trying to probably cover all their bases. This is the guy that they put in there to make Fury work, in my well, opinion. And Jared uh, Anderson, yeah. being from Ohio, you know he's going to put in work. You know, I mean, <laughs> the great state of Ohio, you know, title town, baby, showing up. So, of course, they got it's no I mean, listen, man, of course, they got Jared Anderson in there. Why wouldn't they be silly not to get him in there? It's the next big heavyweight. And look, it's, it's going to help Jared Anderson with his own career. All the work with, the, you know, Tyson Fury, it's going to make Anderson better in his own fight. That's true. There you go. He's on the card. Uh, never heard of his opponent, but he's on the on the card. There you go. All right, let's yeah. switch gears here real quick. Let me go to uh, the phones. Uh, four four three. I think this is Baltimore. Robert's at Baltimore. I think that's Wood. Wood. That's Wood. Four four three. You're live. That's Troy. Grant. Yeah, Troy. Yes, Troy. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Uh oh. Good man. It's good to see y'all together. No, I know. What's going on, man? It's good to see What's y'all together. Man? How you been, man? Yes, yeah, man. What's good. the conspiracy tonight? Uh, what do you got? Good. You know, through all the... Can you hear me? Because it sounds a little yeah, bad. I can hear you, man. Mind, so I don't know how it sounds like you're already... you, Yeah, go ahead. Can't keep calling in with the trap. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Now, through all this nonsense with the, with the video and Wilder, I've always stated that I'm, I'm not one for censorship. I'm not one for people getting their stuff pulled. So I'm not agreeing with any of, any of that whatsoever. So, you know, and I know that you're tough enough to go through it, so go on and go through it. But I said something to you a while back. This is when Joshua lost. You laughed at me. I said that uh, I said that Joshua has character, and while there is a character, you fast forward to present day, it's showing itself, isn't it? Now, you don't have to answer that question, but yeah, yeah. right? You always got to take shots at somebody, don't you? He's always taking shots. Seems like my words are coming to light. I mean, maybe Troy. No, you I'm know? not taking a shot. I'm just huh? Troy. You always gotta like you. You, you have this yes, like sir. mission. You have this mission to always like like you want to prove somebody wrong all the time. Oh, stop! <laughs> it's like I don't know what no, it is. That's absolutely not true. It's all I'm it's all love. It's all love. But like you made a point to come on here and try to make a, make a dude eat his words from like 1965 and shit. <laughs> Like, 
What are you doing, yeah, man? Are you gonna, am I going to get in trouble? Dude, dude, when I was 12, I stole, a, freaking, I stole a candy bar out of freaking Walmart. Am I going to get in trouble now? You bring that shit up, too? This ain't nothing with him. Okay. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. No, I'm listening. I'm listening to you, man. I'm listening. I'm listening to you, man. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't have nothing against this cat, really. I just push back when I get pushed back. But I ain't got nothing against him. Well, you go on every podcast and you just freaking, you just freaking stop people, bro. You do it everywhere. It's not. You do it everywhere. You go on every podcast and you like try to start arguments with dudes, man. You know that. You're a contrarian. Really? No, I don't. No, I don't. I still no, love I you and all, but and I mean, I'm sitting over here it's smiling because I was on I was on a couple of podcasts yesterday. I was just quiet most right. of the time, so no. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're listening to, but I don't I don't know because I'm okay. not arguing with you now, am I? No, you're not arguing with me. I mean, you're taking shots at somebody else on the panel, though. No, I'm not arguing with anybody, am I? Okay. No, you're not. You're not. Troy, who you picking, man? Who you got? Yeah. Who you got, Troy? To be honest well, with you, I, I really don't give a damn about this fight, but oh, I'm going to stick on. with the prediction that I've always had. I'm going to root for Deontay because I have this thing. Everybody right. that I root for seems to lose, so I'm going to root for Deontay Wilder. <laughs> wow. You got Blatantly, you're saying you want him to lose. Everybody so- I root for seems to lose except for Andre Ward. But So I'm going to root for Deontay Wilder. And my, my personal opinion on this fight, is that is that Wilder won this fight already and he hasn't thrown one punch? Because I think this is WWE at his best. I think this is a joke. What I do think you this mean? Whole situation is a damn joke. What are you talking he's about? He's like he's not the only person. Exactly like, there's, 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 there's a couple dudes. There's a couple dudes that think the fix is in on this fight. They think Fury's gonna gonna just lose, like take a dive and shit. For what though? They're, they're, they're trying I mean, to really like if he loses if he wins this fight. fight. Listen to me, look, guys. Hold on. Let me, let me. Let me. If if Fury wins this fight, he goes and fights AJ for like a billion dollars. He could build his own exactly. space program with the money he's getting. He loses to Wilder. He can't get that money. You know what I'm saying? And so, and the trip or the fourth fight is the fourth fight going to be worth this two hundred million that Eddie found? No, this that that theory makes no sense Zero. to throw fight. I mean, man, the amount of money they would have to give this dude. Come on, guys. I don't right. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be You know what makes no sense? Too he's too prideful, too, man. He loves to say that he smashed Wilder and he's going to beat up AJ. Like, <laughs> come on, man. He's, he loves that he was the first dude to beat up Vlad. Well, he beat him. He beat him up. But, yeah, he beat him. That play was disgusting. I can't even watch it anymore. But, yeah. He definitely—it's an ugly, ugly fight. But the truth is, I just feel that there's something strange about all this because, because you know, the whole thing with arbitration—he didn't really have to go to that. You know, nobody could force you to go to arbitration. Then, as soon as this man won, the fight's set already, and you have, and you have all the—you know—you have all the secondary fights that are in place already. You have a date in, in place already. As soon as he wins. How did, they, how did he win the arbitration and then Troy, then a month Troy. later the fight set? Troy, didn't I didn't yes, I break sir. this down? Didn't I didn't I break this down for you like five months ago? What did I tell you? I told you that this third fight was always going to happen. This whole arbitration. Very bad memory. So go ahead and re- go, go ahead. Tell I me told out. you this whole arbitration thing was stall tactics because they always wanted to put this fight in front of a live gate. They were waiting for the pandemic to get over. I was I interviewed Bob 
multiple times. And he told on himself multiple times. How could there be an expiration date on the rematch clause when, when Bob was throwing a December date out there and he was throwing a February date out there? And he said the, uh, he said the, the uh, expiration was, that it was in October. So did, uh, I've been saying this for how, how long I've been, I've been saying this for Eric, like about five months, at least, at least, at least you've been talking right? about your off. About I, it. Yeah. I, I said that this was, this was just bullshit to stall it out. So they could put this fight in front of a live gate. This was all stall tactics, bro. They already knew they was going to win. The, uh, the arbitration was just there. An another thing to, to stall this thing out. These, the, everybody was in on this, bro. I even think Eddie knew about it, bro. No. No. Which, which I, proves I, my point. Which proves my point that the fix was in on this fight. You just said it. Everybody was in on this. Right? But everybody you just everybody said it. Thinks, everybody was in on it. Everybody thinks that this ain't a money fight, right? This is a huge fight, this third this third fight, bro. This is a huge fight. You know, I don't know for sure. Most, was, oh. Where's the promotion? Like they announced this fight a month ago. There's no promotion, but everybody's really no talking about around it. it. I mean, there's everybody's talking about it on social media, bro. I think this fight does a million pay per view buys. Yeah, but you know what? No. I mean, a million is a fail. No, no, no. You know what? Everybody always talks about this three, fight. But it, it doesn't really two fifty like to three fifty. Oh no, this fight, this fight will sell. No, no doubt about 250 it. 250 to 350. I'm telling you, it's not going over. You said over. that it's last time. Million. You said that last time and they did 850, Eric. Eight, a million? That was a they're one side do a down the last time, they, man. They're going to do a million. You think they're going to do a million? That's what do you say. I, I say that I don't know if you guys know. Quiet, Troy. I don't know if you guys know, but the 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 terrestrial pay per views were 800 and then they had digital buys. Remember, they, they yeah, sell them. They did 850. Or no. they, may, they may have done a million last time, right? 1.2 with the digital. Okay, they, that's what I was hearing too. Okay, They brought in like 400 just on digital because if you buy it off your app, which I don't recommend you doing. No, because you can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't get the archive on that. You get no on demand. Buy, no on, buy it on your box and you can save it on your box. So you're right, you're right. Wow, if you, right. Right. you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get the on demand, do you? Waste of time. That's right, it's a rob it's highway robbery. You pay you're renting the pay-per-view. That doesn't make sense. That's not fair. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. Don't do it that way on the digital. But if you, but you do know digital. You know why they do that though, Ness? Because a lot of people cut the cord and that's the only way they can watch it. A yeah, lot but, of people But on you know, YouTube, if I buy I, I bought a Huey Fury Pulev, it's still on my YouTube. I still yeah, it's different. Yeah, YouTube's different. Yeah, you're right. There. Like, it's an app. They should archive what I purchased. No, you're right, you're right. Troy out here with all this background noise, chewing on his gum. <laughs> I get it. That's right. All right, Troy, we're going to let you go. We're going to keep moving, man. Uh, we're going to go to... Put that puzzle together later, man. You don't have to put that puzzle when you're talking to us. I know, seriously. Like, uh, Just get a real phone next time, man. Don't worry about it. All, all right. right. Here we go. He's going through a tunnel as he's talking to us. Uh, area code 443, another Baltimore. This might be Wood. That's, that's Wood. 443, you're live. What's up? What's up? Hey, Wood, what's up? What's going on, Robin? Ness, everybody. <laughs> I just wanted to go back to uh, reminisce the old times when Ness had to cut me and Beep. Me and Beep used to go, me and Beep used to argue like madmen, and Ness was the big, Ness was the big guy breaking us up. Yeah, Beep used to argue, me and Beep. We was both passionate. We was both passionate about the sport, though. We was just both passionate. That's what Ness used to say. We were both passionate. But we used to go overboard. But yeah, man, I believe this fight. Um, get about this fight, and that's and that's is. Over the years, I've been um, 
Yes, I've, I've been doing Ness before he had like 4,000 subscribers. I was unsubscribed with Ness. That's the first thing I did when I got out the hospital is subscribe to Ness. I got back into boxing. Yeah, that's Ness. Um, he, he grew up a lot, man, and that's, that's what life is all about, growing. And he and he's a businessman, and that's what you got to do. You don't know everything when you start off. And even B, B has changed a lot. B, B wasn't always just... um. Just, you know, he wasn't always just well-rounded person. B had a had a little attitude then, attitude. But he he's grown a lot. B's grown a lot. Robbie always been Robbie. Robbie Robbie always been the same. But that, yeah, I want to say about this fight. I see this fight going to do a lot, and it's because of one reason. Because he went on to say, "Oh, he, when you make up all these excuses." The whole world, now the whole world is going to watch and see what you do next. What you don't now, now you don't, you don't blame the mailman, you don't blame the milkman, you don't, you don't blame the um the store salesman, everybody, the referee, you know, the fans, the everybody. You you have blamed everybody. Now people want to see what do you do next. Now that that's why you can't say that's why he that's why he don't have anything to say because he already done blamed everybody. The whole world is watching um Deontay Wilder. And now they want to see what he's going to do. I believe people are going to tune in to see what he's going to do, do, do now. But I, I believe I always said he didn't train. He he started believing the hype. He stopped training. That's why I say he he panicked. I believe he panicked, and that's why he looks so different. I believe he panicked. Now he's actually training. Now he's actually training. That's why he's confident. He, now he got a little confidence because he's training. He didn't train the second fight. He started believing the hype. He started believing that's all he had to do is be perfect for one second and get you out of there. That didn't work. Now he's back training. The world is watching him. I believe people are going to tune in and see if he's going to get himself together. If he get his ass kicked again, he can. He have no. He have nobody else to blame. So I'm going to tune in for that. A lot of people want to tune in for that. So that's that's all I got to say. I'm not going to hold up the line. But the world is the world is going to watch. If the world is going to watch to see what you're going to do next. Because you don't blame everybody. You even you even applied the coach and say he tried to force you. Everybody is watching to see. Okay, what's up next? All right, y'all. Love y'all, man. Keep keep grinding. All right, thanks so much, Wood. Um, you know, okay. So we talked about pay per pay pay per view numbers earlier. I'm thinking this does three three fifty. You you guys say it does a million. So you guys both million. say it does a million north of a million. Million easy. Million easy. Million what? easy. Yep. Million going away, son. Million going away. Eric, man. Neither neither of the Fury fights with Wilder did three hundred. Does anybody really want to see a third fight though? Especially when they were so geared up for the other fight. You know what I mean? What did we say when Mayweather was fighting McGregor? We said we we always say the same shit. We don't want to see it. We We all completely dumped on it until we saw the press conference. (laughs) Then we start seeing a press conference, dude. I'm buying this. There's no question about it. I'm buying it. But you and I are cut from a different cloth. We buy everything. We bought the Bobby Gunn fight. You know what I mean? So Everybody, Everybody's going to buy this, man. I'm telling you right Damn, now. Damn, Bobby Gunn, the bare knuckle guy? The bare knuckle yep. guy. When he fought Roy he Jones. Fought, yeah, when he, he fought, fought Roy, Roy Jones. Jones, son. Got a free bowl of soup with that paper. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one right there. Yeah. Imagine that. Some coupons. A coupon book with everything. <laughs> 773-773. You're live. Chicago. Oh, this, yep, Chicago. But Hello, yeah. Kevin. 
Uh-oh. I got Nestor Gibbs on the hot seat. <laughs> oh, shit. Who's that? Oh, uh, this guy. He was Kevin from Chicago. Was, <laughs> he was taking shot. He was taking shots at you like on Sunday. I had to defend you, bro. I had to defend you. Kevin from Chicago? Yep. What's up, Kevin? <laughs> Go ahead. Talk yeah, to him. Talk to him. Show a lot. Give him that rah-rah like it. he was doing on Sunday. Give him that rah-rah like he was doing on Sunday. Trying to, but you keep interrupting me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to watch your show all the time. I used to call in. I used to call in all the time, but I had to turn away. And the reason I had to turn away was because you weren't calling out. You weren't keeping that same energy. When it came to Devin Haney, I'll never lose to a white boy. It comes to Deontay Wilder saying, oh, well, uh, gypsies are, he's a gypsy, so you never know what a gypsy you do. And uh, with that racial statement there, it's just, um, you weren't keeping that same energy. You're allowing your panel to go on and on about these conspiracy theories, the unchecked, all the gloves and this and that. It was just one thing after the other. So, I realize you're nothing. Like, you're like the boxing ego, man. You're like boxing ego light. That's you, man. Oh, so I had to tune away. Oh, I tuned in the Beep said it. Kevin. He would call it out. He would call come out. Come on, that that's not very nice. He would call out Deontay Wilder. It's a family his, show. Um, come on, that's not with nice. his statement. You think you you're would, being nice right now? You wouldn't call him out, bud. You wouldn't call him out. <laughs> I can't call them out, man. You know, uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And, uh, you know, a guy that signs up to fight the person who's got his number three times, that's a very ballsy dude. You know, it's not like he's getting any more fame. He's not checking the popularity box. Instead, he's public enemy number one because he forced this fight. So, uh, you know, that says something about him. I think someone else brought up his character earlier, like, like, like Troy. And, uh, you know, I think that speaks about his character, man. The dude is uh, infatuated with this rematch. We're just going to have to see what he does. As far as the excuses, um, you know, my show's a call-in show, opinionated base, so obviously we have to let everybody give their uh, take on the excuses. Wilder's entitled to giving his uh, take on what happened or whatever excuses he felt he needed to say, just like you're entitled to call in and, and debunk them or debate them if you want. The thing with Wilder is he's got nothing to lose here. He's already got beat twice. Everybody knows that. The first fight, he got a gift draw. The second fight, he got destroyed. So if he loses the third fight, everybody knows that he just had his number. Bad matchup. So I don't, I'm not buying that. Oh, he's, he's got balls going. There. He's got nothing to lose. Now, if he goes in there and fights, um, oh, well, your question. I you're don't know, Andy Ruiz, and he gets knocked out by Andy Ruiz. Now, that's a big hit. So you're saying he has nothing to lose. Are you saying that he comes back from this loss? I'm saying even if he goes out there and gets destroyed by Fury, everybody is expected. It's expected. He already got destroyed. But people are saying he's outboxed in the first fight. But that's the point. People are saying if he loses, his career could be over. You're saying if he loses, his career continues is what you're saying. I just want to be clear. Well, if he goes and fights, um, let's see, Philip Hargovich or something, and he gets knocked out by then, then his career is really over. No, he does. if he loses the Fury, he's going to fight somebody else. 
People so it's just say, oh, this is a bad matchup. So it's not over if he loses to Fury? No, it's not over if he loses to Fury. No, That's... not at all. Because he's still got a cult following. He could go and fight some lower-level competition. And, and he's going to take a big hit. But it's not over. But now, Kevin, now most, listen here. Listen. Kevin, most of the boxing went... public... Most of the boxing public, however, if Wilder were to lose to Fury, especially the way he lost the second fight, if he lost the third fight the same kind of way, uh, most of the boxing public that pay attention to the sport would consider his career over. And you're saying the exact opposite? What would be in it for Deontay Wilder? Because he would no longer get the big payday. What would be a worse look? Losing to Tyson Fury or losing to Andy Ruiz, uh, Philip Hargovich, um, someone, some of these lower tier fighters. What's a worse look? Losing to the lower tier no, fighters. Yeah, he would lose. Yeah, if he lost the lower tier fighters, of course it would be bad. No, but, look, but listen to what you just said. If he loses to Fury again. Listen to what you just said. You're missing my point. He's, he's, he's going to be fighting lower tier fighters if he loses to Fury. That's what you're just saying. You're, you're going to be putting him in a different class if he loses to Fury because you're saying he's going to be fighting lower tier fighters. So essentially, that means his career would be on the downside, right? If he's going to be fighting, you're saying of lower course. tier fighters. That's Those are your course. words, right? So he needs to win yeah. to keep himself up at, at a high level, correct? So his career would be his career would take a significant hit. It would be it would be on the I, downside. It would be it would be going towards being over. over. It would be going towards being over. He'd have one foot out the door. I think he's no, this is this is he said you think his career would be over, and I said no, I don't think his career would be over. I think he still has twice left. He could still put well, the big fights together. With the second tier level of fighters coming up, but will he though? But the will he though? You know what I mean. His career, his fight second tier guys. His career at the high the level problem. will be over. His career at the, the high level will be you over. Have here possibly. In my opinion, you, it would be. Yeah, he's not a champion no more. Of course, he's not a champion. The of problem you have here, Kevin, is a heavyweight champion. He's used to making a a significant amount of money. If he loses this fight and he loses as badly as he did the second time around, uh, there would be no point in him continuing to fight because he would no longer get the paydays that he's used to getting. You, do you think Deontay Wilder would take a lower payday to continue fighting? Name, name one yeah, fighter. Absolutely. Name one would. fighter that suffered back-to-back KO. So say, say he gets beat, beat just as bad as he did in the second fight, right? Name one fighter that that lost back to back fights horribly like that, like 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 he could, and you know, in this situation, have they ever come back from that? Name one guy. Mayorga knocked out back to back. Like Kovalev. Kovalev. Actually, Mayorga beat. He beat Forrest. He beat Forrest. He beat Forrest twice. So Mosley, Mosley lost to Forrest twice and came back and had huge fights. But he never. I'm saying. Two back-to-back devastating knockout losses. I mean, that's he, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Once, man, he only got no. One. But I'm saying if he gets beat in this third oh, fight man. as badly as he got in the in ba- uh, beat in the second I mean, fight, thirty-six, babe, he might hang it up. It, it, we know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. 
I haven't seen one fighter. Usually when fighters like suffer two bad beatings in a row, that's when they hang it up. Somebody's saying Lennox Lewis, you're the historian. Not back. He never lost back-to-back -back knockouts. No. You guys are he always, my point. He always would you avenge his loss. My point. my point here is, my point here is this: If Wilder loses a Fury, people can chalk it up as he just has his number. You, you just lost to the best fighter in the world, the number one pound-for-pound -pound heavyweight in the world. People could chalk it up as that. Now, we if he would lose to someone lower tier, if he wasn't able to get this rematch. If the 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 um clause whatever the judge the judge gave him his rematch, then he would have to fight someone else. And if he lost that fight, then he would really be in trouble. Then his career. You're, would you're be speaking. You're speaking all these hypotheticals. What, what, what difference does all this make? What difference does all this make right now? We we we're here with the third fight, bro. You wanna you wanna jump into the freaking quantum realm right now? We're not in the quantum realm. We're in, we're, we're, we're in reality here. What are you going to do? Snap, snap your fingers and, and with right the reality now, gem and go into another dimension? Theory. We're here right now, bro. We're here. Even you're going, he down, even you're going he down this road. Theory, like, still got fights ahead of him. His career isn't over. His no, career if, isn't he, over. if he loses to Fury, his well, career is over. I, I, I guess it's subjective. I guess it's subjective. I think his career... His career... $10, million. I think make I think he can make 10 or 15 million versus Andy Ruiz off a loss. Absolutely. I think if he loses to Fury, right? And Andy Ruiz, let's say, go out there and be uh, fuck, I don't know. Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. Oh my God. He beats Luis Ortiz absolutely Wilder's on pay-per-view. First of all, Luis Ortiz and Andy Ruiz is a pay-per-view, but then Wilder on pay-per-view too after that. But do you think Wilder, if he's if he gets beat badly in this third fight, you think he's still he's still marketable? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it just depends on how he loses too. Wilder, Kevin, we're gonna get running, man. Thank you. Uh, I think it depends on like how he loses too. You know, if it's like a split decision or a close decision, one sixteen, one twelve, somewhere in there, I think he fights on. But I think if it's a whitewash, I think he's done. I don't think he goes. I think he retires. I, I think, think he, he retires, retires too, if he gets. That's what I'm saying. If he gets beat just as badly as he did in the second fight, Bro, I think there's a strong possibility he retires. I yeah. don't even think you guys should be letting leaving that door open for him because the truth of the matter is, with all this shit you talk, if you get if you get beat again, you better not retire. You can't retire off that. You're gonna retire off two losses and a, and a, and a, and, a, and, a, and a shitload of excuses. You kidding me? You gotta come back and beat so, some. So you're saying he, yeah, he has to go out on a high note. In other words. Brother, how are we going to forget everything that just happened in the last 36 you, months? We're, not, we're never we're going gonna, to. No, one, we're going no one's to. ever going to forget it. Oh, right. If he knocks out Fury, everyone forgives every excuse. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. He got to knock out Fury. If he, if he gets that knockout, every excuse he ever made is forgotten. It is forgotten. I agree. There you go. It is forgotten. Yeah. 100%. All right. From Rikers, 508. From this day, you'll be my new fool. Hey, yo, what's happening, people? Georgie. What's up, Georgie? All right, get the subtitles on. Caller of the year, baby. Some do. respect. Put some respect on his name. Need the subtitles. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, champion. Champion. Reset reported champion. Don't forget that. Thank you. Thank you, Georgie. Are you talking about you? I lost, lost a pie bet to this dude again. Yeah, you got steamrolled by him. Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Georgie. The hate is real. 
Bench pressing 100 pounds over his weight. Let him know, Beeb. I, I wasn't impressed, bro. Why? <laughs> I don't like to I'm not a himself, B. I'm not a fan of one rep maxes, bro. Wow. This dude, but he's a he's a he's a 200 pounder pushing 315. That's a lot of oh, it was it was good. It was a, it was it was a lot of weight for him. Yeah. Could you put up 15, Beeb? No, especially for his body frame because he don't have the body frame for, as a like to be a bencher. He's got long arms and shit. That's a horrible exercise for him. Yeah, man, that's more. He's got more. He's got to go up longer because of those yeah. arms, man. No, that was a good. That was a good. Did he really breath. bench that three fifteen? Because those spotters no, looked to me he like they that. grabbed that stuff. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he did it. He and did. I it. don't know, it. man. It looked to me like the spotters was helping him out. I mean, it looked like I could have benched that three fifteen with those spotters. No, that man. was that was certified. That was certified. Did anybody know that that right hand was lower? Which is crazy. That's the strong hand. Yeah, yeah. But there's a misconception. There's a misconception. That's the strong hand usually goes down lower. You know why? Because the weak hand's fighting harder to push the weight up. Mm. That's why the weak hand goes up first. A lot of people don't know that. Son. A lot of people don't know that. The strong hand is like just pushing it like this. The, the, the other hand is like pushing harder to overcompensate for the for the weakness of it. So that's why. That's why it does that. There you go. Yeah, I, I was slightly impressed with it. I thought yeah, I don't want to interrupt your bodybuilding motherfucking conversation, but this is a boxing show. Fuck all that shit. Listen, man. No, but my thing is this: you could have reached his license and doing something stupid like that. I, I never would have let him do that if I was his trainer, man. The That's fucking dumb. That's fucking dumb, man. Would you? Let me no, ask man. you this: if you were training him, would you allow him to do that? I mean, we don't know if it was just for the gram. Like, it's one rep. Was it for the gram? That's, that's you all seen all the big camera there, too. They had a big camera, so it looks like they were getting some footage for the... He could have tore his pec. He could have re-injured his bicep tendon. Then the fight's over, bro. I mean, he had two spotters, B. Did he even lift it? That's what I'm saying. It didn't like, look like he lifted it. Them guys, they looked like they were straining. He had two guys on each side. Like, they were celebrating when it was all done. I don't know. At the end, he kind of thrusted it up there like... Yo... 
I, I thought the house was coming down when he when he crashed into the pillar. Did you notice it? Yeah, man. He went he, he went into his like warrior madness after he put that up, man. Oh. He went straight into the pillar, gave the pillar like a shoulder bump. Like, I'm like, oh. Yo, listen. Yo, listen, listen. While they came, they, they never saw that fucking daily hate to solar fucking out. Confrontation, huh? These UK there, they're not there for the cameras. What do you mean? They never pictures and shit, what that even mean? What that mean? Beach body? He got a beach body now? He's got a beach oh, body now. <laughs> listen to this. I just want... Listen to this. When you talk about... I want to talk about Ortiz bodies. That's what I want to talk about. Which we one? We talk about Ortiz being this killer and this killer. David Ortiz. Where the dead bodies at? They always talking about these mental type of killers. Yeah, you know. Where are the bodies? On this record that Ortiz has, like you always say that his competition, the wild they've knocked him out twice, this, that, other stuff. But who Ortiz fucking sure that he knocked out? Uh, who did not? bodies at? He didn't, his his greatest win is Brian oh, Jennings. Brian, Jen, Brian Jennings, yeah. That's his greatest That's win. Yeah, but Georgie, you're arguing. Yeah, oh, this name, get this boogeyman name. You're still going through like Wilder's wrestling. I'm not going to Georgie Pozzi the killer. Now I'm going to be a killer. You, you're saying. I'm going to the killer. I'm a killer. Why is he the boogeyman? Oh, no. He's the boogeyman because Dillian White doesn't want to take the fight, right? AJ didn't take the fight, right? Like, where's the heavyweights? You speak no English. You speak no English. Okay. There's no money there. There ain't no Cuban fans out there. When was the last time you went to a Cuban fan? You understand that? The fact, when was the last time you fought ten Cubans together? You understand, you understand that that doesn't make any sense. It's a, a complete lie because Wilder did a pay-per-view of 275,000 buys with Luis Ortiz. So if he wasn't a draw, he wouldn't be able to sell with Wilder. I mean, this whole thing about Wilder Maybe not being so a draw, is dead. I think that shit is dead so now, right? That's got to be dead yeah. at this point. I mean, Georgie's still... No. Listen. <laughs> Damn, man. Listen. You guys know, like, I know that all these numbers is fucking inflated and manipulated. Digital bikes, you're talking about who the fuck was filming these so-called digital bikes? What they got there? Russian bots? Man, I ain't hear nothing but Russian bots. What do you say? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the so-called digital numbers, the digital bikes that came out later on. You said they came out, could be up to a million. Like, if you add up the, the so-called bikes on the ads and the bikes on the bus and the bikes on the fucking computer, whatever the fucking they buy this shit, right? Yeah. Who certified these bikes? Who certified? Whatever the fuck this nigga saying they saw. So now now you're saying that whatever was reported could be a lie. No, 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 no. I'm, not saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying this. I'm saying this. You said who checked? Got caught in a bunch of lies. Listen, follow me here two seconds. CNN has been caught in a bunch of mistakes in that color line. So when MSNBC, so Fox News, all type of fucking media out there have been caught, have been caught manipulating numbers. Why boxing going to be any different? 
Why, wow. why does everything when you have to be a conspiracy theory, Jordan? Because it's the dark side of the force, baby. Get it straight. Come on, man. This is how we get fooled all the time. I don't have that lot of time for all these nonsense. So I'm going to leave you this assignment for next week. Got to go. Everybody support the channel. Donate Maori. Georgie. Okay. That gives, that gives me a headache every every time he calls in, bro. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of headaches, oh, speaking well, of headaches, you know where I'm uh, going. Ness, I do, I do have a question for you. Since you've been in the training camp, what do you think of Wilder's uh, a new training camp? Uh, he hasn't been in Wilder's training camp. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't been in this <laughs> well, camp, but I, I can tell okay. you I do like uh, Malik Scott. You know, he's he's been there for about three of the camps already. The only difference is his role has been changed to head trainer. And uh, I've seen him work with other people. You guys can check on my channel, and there'll be pad work with uh, other heavyweights like okay. Julie Fa, even Mark Breland, Odiasi. Okay. Uh, um, like, he's, he's good. And since he's taken over, I've asked other people, um, even Cassius Cheney, for instance, I believe was the one that was going to train with him once upon a time. Like, I think Malik does have a good box in mind. And I think that guys like Ronnie Shields, Freddie Roach, and I'm sure Beep can name a bunch of other trainers that never won world titles. So the fact that Malik is getting such criticism uh, for being Wilder's trainer when He's obviously more accomplished than Ronnie Shields and Freddie Roach, but no one's claiming Ronnie Shields and Freddie Roach couldn't be world-class trainers, and they are. Uh, so I think that, you know, Malik Scott, he, he, he's he gone to the heights that he has. He's faced Wilder. He's faced Chisora. He's probably got a few other names under his belt. That in itself is enough accolades and resume when you compare him to some of these other trainers. I mean, Hector Bermudez. Any any world titles he's won? I mean, you know, uh, what about Kei Komura, who trained Shakur and Jared Anderson? Like, where are all these other world champions? Only Robert Garcia is the one I know who's who's been a world champion and now is a, a world-class trainer. Like, for people to knock Malik Scott because he wasn't a world champion, it doesn't indicate that you're not going to be an elite-level trainer. Um, you know, training, I think, is more about nurturing than it is teaching man like a lot of these guys just need like someone there on a day-to-day -day basis you know uh so i don't know man i'm hoping it's a great fight i'm hoping it's a great fight i'm hoping he makes the, the necessary changes so that it can be um more competitive is this malik scott's first time as a lead trainer absolutely other than his son but if, again, if you go through his Instagram, bro, he's got this girl that he's been doing pad work for about four years. I'm sure a lot of us know her because she's extremely gorgeous. Um, she's extremely gorgeous. I think I said that already. And yeah, like he, I think she could turn pro, man, just based off pad work that he's been doing for the last four years. And that that goes to show like what he's been teaching her. Uh, I'm sure she won't go pro. And, and and all the same phrases still remain the same. You know, pads don't hit back. What is she going to do when she gets in the ring? And, and how does she look in sparring? But again, uh, what he is teaching, his son is another person. You can see his son looks decent, you know. Uh, so what he is teaching, he looks all right. He looks all right. There's not, not much you can do. We just got to wait and see. This is his biggest task. So he's given getting the benefit, given the benefit of the doubt. We're giving the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. 
Uh, All right, we're giving the benefit of the doubt. 706. 706. Robbie's favorite guy. You're live. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Hello, Jason. And then again, maybe it's not. Oh, God. <laughs> now, watch. He's not going to answer. Now he's going to cry. And now, now he's, he's going to blow Beeb's phone. You're going to text me. Why, why, why didn't Eric put me on? Why didn't Eric put me on? He didn't do it for me. 706. I feel like he has a screen name. What's his screen name? He's uh, Heyman's Planet. Heyman's Planet. Yeah, Heyman's Planet. Yeah, yeah you know him. You know Heyman's him. Planet, yeah. Three, one, two. You're live. Fight doctor. Yo. Yeah. The fight doctor's in the house on Rick James status as always. What's going hey, on, fight doctor. fight doctor? Wow, fight doctor. Yo, I fucking miss you, bro. Listen, What's where have you been? <laughs> You've been over here a lot. Coming oh, I've, I've, I've been. I've been. I've been summer here, summer there, but uh, you know what? I need to come home, brother. I need to come home. Yo, <laughs> I miss you, man. That's what's up. Good to hear your voice. Man, it's even better to hear yours, bro. Listen, um, I had to be a part of this because it's been a very long time since the three of you guys have been together. And, uh, you know, this brings back very sweet memories of all of the comedy and chaos that uh, you guys and I was able to be a part of over um, at the TVV. So, uh, yeah, just uh, wanted to come on and, uh, you know, maybe just relive a little bit, a bit of the, the comedy and chaos from, uh, you know, uh, so long ago. So, yeah, it's good to hear your voice, man. Likewise, brother. Yeah, Is there anything me, else, or did you want to give him a shoulder rub while you're at it? Or, I mean, what's, did you have a question? I mean, do you want to wash his car? Hey, Ness, do me a favor. Pull your car around so Fight Doctor can go out there and wash your car for you real quick. Oh, Ness, I miss you so much. Oh, you guys oh, yes. Yes, I just missed you. What's the matter with you? Just wake up and be a man, son. You were not part of it. I'm part of it now, son. You were not part of all of the debate. You were not part of all Eric, of the this. Is this is nostalgia, Eric. This is nostalgia. Get your get your washcloth ready. All right. Come on, Eric. <laughs> you weren't there, Eric. You, you don't understand. Oh, yeah, man. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah, Eric. But you know what, Eric? We can we can create a new legacy with you. Okay, we can create new comedy and new chaos, <laughs> and we can include you in it. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I like hey, that. There you go. There you go. I didn't know yeah. you. Could hear, I didn't know you can hear that. I wanted to play this for Fight Doctor. I haven't heard this. Since, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Don't even respect your ass. That's why it's time for the doctor to check your ass, nigga. Fight Doctor. Oh man. Chicago in the building, man. Fight Doctor like starstruck or something. This is the quietest he's ever been. He just stands on the line. It's the quietest I've ever seen him. I know. He's used to cussing you Star Trek. I know. He's like starstruck now. He hasn't gone in on you yet. Can't believe my man's back now. I'm just enjoying the moment. You know, I'm just enjoying the moment. Hey, Fight Doctor. We're enjoying our home, all right? Because you're boring me to death here, all right? All right, gentlemen. All, All right, right, man. 
Uh, seven six zero seven six zero. You're live. Oh Jesus! Is oh, this has got to be Brian. You know we're Brian? talking heavy. Hey, what's going on? What's up with you, Brian? What's going on, Brian? What's up? What's good? What's good? Hey, Eric. Yes. Hey, before I get started, don't forget about the pie bet we have. What's the pie bet we Remember have? Pie I already forgot Canelo. about it. What is it? No Canelo, no Keller Plant. Did we bet on that? Remember, if we don't get. Taylor I was there. Plant, I was there. Shit. I was there. That fight ain't happening either. Yeah, you can, you can, I'm, I'm hey, skeptical you can, of that uh, fight, too. Bad, look at it. Yeah, don't yeah, forget. I don't I, hey, listen, man, I, I'll well chart it. I'll well chart it. I don't care. What do I care about it? You know what I mean? That fight ain't happening, Brian. You know, right, right, I ain't going to lie to you. Look, look, Eric, Eric, I wanted to be the loser in that situation so we could get the fight, but unfortunately, that's not how it goes, man. So you got to learn. You got to learn. Yeah, if it doesn't happen, I'll hey, take one. Look, man, yeah, it's sad if it don't go. But look, let me ask you guys a question real quick. Who, when you guys watching the fight on July the 24th between Wilder and Tyson Fury, who are you going to be rooting for? That's a good question. Because we all saying like, oh, Fury going to beat him. He beat him last time. But who are you guys going to be rooting for? I got now. I got a root for Tyson Fury because I've been riding with Tyson Fury since like 2012, bro. I got to root for Tyson Fury, but I, but that doesn't mean I don't like Deontay Wilder. I'm not. I'm rooting for Wilder, man. I'm rooting for Wilder. I feel like uh, you know we never got that fucking AJ fight. I think, I think he could beat AJ. I, I, I always thought Fury was his toughest fight. Uh, I never wanted it first. I'm on record saying that. Um, so yeah, if he can get past Fury, I, I want that AJ fight. I think uh, I like Fury right. in this one. I'd rather see the you, Fury. Man. I'd rather see the Fury uh, AJ fight than I would. But you know, part of me is conflicted on this too, because I like yeah, I like Wilder too. But part of me is conflicted because I do want to see Wilder win. I think he deserves to win for the way he was treated, for the way he was, uh, you know, coming into this fight, them negotiating with AJ, knowing this was on the table. You know, it just it was it was a slight. It really was. And if there's if there's any justice in the world, Deontay right. Wilder knocks him out. Yeah, that's what you said. I like how you say that right here. If there's any justice. Yeah, because you're a wilder fan. Winning the fight, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, man. I love fucking... I love fucking... He knows yeah, that. He's, hey, he's not... Wilder, he knows, he knows hey, fucking... I'm going to be rooting for Wilder all day. Shit, if he lose, he lose. Who gives a damn? My life still go on. You feel <laughs> me? But it ain't all that serious. Yeah, but you may call in sick a couple of days at work if he loses. Are you going to call in sick on Monday if Wilder loses? If Wilder loses, like you call in sick a couple days of work, uh, take a couple personal days. I might. He said a couple. He said a couple. I, I, I might take a couple weeks. <laughs> might do a couple weeks. Damn. Okay. Uh, he, was he was hurt. Son. He was I'm calling like, me up, man. Like, he, was, he was calling me up, pouring his heart out to me after Wilder lost that second fight. Wow. It was sad. It was what? bad, man. I don't want to see that shit again, man. Spent many you long nights talking this guy off the ledge. Do you? Bro, I, had look, to, I had to call look, that one. Man, look. How many times look, have man, I picked I Fury and I told Eric, how many want. times have I told you, man, about Fury? Tons. No one wants to listen. Tons. You no didn't want to listen. Stoppage, though, did you? Did you go with the stoppage, beep? No, I didn't think he was going to stop him. I didn't think he was going to stop him. I can't lie about that. There's no I way never, I can lie about that. Dude, I didn't even believe the dude was going to put on the weight. You guys really think hey, he's going to... No, he'll be about... He's the only one who has stoppage. Hey, hold on, man. Y'all taking up my call. Hey, hold on real quick. 
Go ahead, man. Hey, if Wilder do win, sorry, you have the floor now. I'm sorry. Right, you know, what was I doing? Man, he gonna lose. Okay, like I said. Okay, if Wilder wins, right, being a, a underdog in this whole situation, where would that rank him to beat Tyson Fury? Because they already saying that Tyson Fury is the next Muhammad Ali since he beat Wilder. So if Wilder beats Fury, where would that put him? I think it puts him back where he's already at or where he once was amongst, you know, one of the baddest, most feared, biggest punching heavyweights uh, in history. That's 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 his role is the, the bad guy, uh, you know, as in terms of power. You know, I think that's his role. Right. Right. OK. So, well, hey, man, thanks for having me on, you guys. All right, brother. Brian, thank you for Brian, calling. Brian. Brian, thank you for that. Ty- he sent All me right. a Tyson Fury shirt, man. He sent me a Tyson Fury shirt with Tyson Fury sitting on the throne with a crown. I got to give him a shout out for that. Listen, this might be a blessing in disguise. I'll other guys' clothes. That's just my, my, you know, my whole thing. That's all right. That's all right. Just saying. This could be a blessing in disguise for Wilder, right? Because think about it. Uh, first fight, if he beats Fury, what does what does Beeb say? Oh, well, well, Fury was 300 pounds. He had two tune-ups, not on the level of Wilder. So, so you know, a lot of people felt Fury should have got the decision in that first fight. Then the second fight comes Fury completely outclasses him. So now when Wilder beats him, he gets credit. If oh, he does. He gets super duper. If he beats him now, if he, he beats him now, I, I'm, I'm going to give him a ton of credit. Yeah. A boatload of credit. Okay. Uh, let's, let's go with that scenario. Let's say. Will you say this? Okay. Go ahead, Robbie. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, let's go with that scenario. Let, let's say that Deontay Wilder goes ahead and, and beats Fury. Uh, who, which camp is easier to negotiate with if you're Eddie Hearn? You, is it easier to negotiate with uh, top rank, or is it easier to negotiate with PBC when it comes to a Joshua fight? You won't be negotiating with top rank if Fury loses. What, what are you going to do? Fight a loser? No, no. I, I'm saying, he's, I'm he's saying, saying if, if Fury, Fury wins. Or if, or, if, or if Wilder wins. He's he's looking at the scenario if, if either guy won, who would mean, be easy, he would be easier to work with. I was fortunate enough to have Eddie, exactly. Eddie. I was fortunate enough to have Eddie Hearns on my morning show today, so you guys could check that out. But he said... He said he would keep the same energy that he had with Fury. He he's gonna keep the same 50-50 energies and try to make the fight with Wilder. You know, um, he basically said gone are the days that Wilder wasn't popular. If he could get the win, you know, there's nothing really to talk about. Yeah, he said he'd go 50-50 with Wilder if, if Wilder won. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, that he wow. said that he said, look, it's not about Wilder, it's not about Fury, it's about the belt. AJ's looking for the belt. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. D style, you're live, nine one five. Hispanics calls it panic. <laughs> Where's he at? Ah, uh, man, he probably can't talk. They gave uh, him a real beating on my show earlier, man. Oh, no. He was taking the beat down, man. All right, three, two, three, you're live. He was trying to say Tank wasn't a star, man. I don't see how he doesn't see it. Yeah, Tank's a star. Three, two, three, you're live. Anybody? One? California, what's that? LA, California? Robert, who is that? What's going on? 
It's your oh, boy H Money. H Money, son. We in the building. Let's get it. What's good? How y'all doing? What's going on? The mighty H. The mighty H. What's good? What's good, man? We all know Deontay Wilder been lying to the people. We all know Deontay Wilder, he can't take a loss like a man. First it was the suit was too heavy. Then the water was spiked. Then the gloves were loaded. Take your loss like a man, Deontay Wilder. Stop using race as an excuse. You took less money to fight Tyson Fury. You knew Tyson Fury had a history of cheating, but you still fought him, and you turned down a fight for more money with Anthony Joshua. Let's be real about this situation. Malik Cat, he has no experience as a trainer in the sport of boxing. Name one champion Malik Scott trained. Just one. Now, there's a narrative on you don't have to be a great fighter to be a great trainer. But Robert Garcia, he was a world champion. Roger Mayweather, he was a world champion. Rest in peace. Malik Scott, he got knocked out by his own fighter, Deontay Wilder. Name one time that ever happened in boxing. Malik Scott had a big fight with Deontay Wilder. Name a time that happened. Malik, Malik Scott got his ass beat by Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury busted his eardrum. And now he's training Deontay Wilder to fight the same guy that busted his eardrum. The whole bomb squad been knocked out. Kay Jones been knocked out. Malik Scott got knocked out. Deontay Wilder just got knocked out. Nobody want to talk about that second fight. And there's always some type of excuse. What adjustments will Deontay Wilder make when Tyson Fury get on the inside and Tyson Fury start backing him up? What he going to do? Can he make adjustments as a fighter? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it, bro. You know what I mean? So uh, I want to give a special shout-out to Nestor Gibbs and the Boxing Boys. For, uh, for giving me an opportunity on his his platform. You know what I mean? And I made my own platform. So I want to thank you, Ness. And uh, B, thank you for bringing them to the platform so we all can get reunited. You know what I mean? Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited <laughs> and it feels so good. This Friday, Javier Fortuna versus Jojo Diaz. The winner will fight Devin Haney next. Devin Haney, the youngest champion in boxing. Devin Haney, the next Floyd Mayweather. We want all the champions. We want Tiafema Lopez, Ryan Garcia, Javante Tank Davis, Devin Haney, the, the smartest fighter in boxing. Devin Haney, the next Andre Ward. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Team Haney, this Friday. Jojo Diaz, Javier Fortuna, the winner better fight Devin Haney or it's a whole lot of ducking going on. He's the youngest boogeyman in boxing. He's the youngest boogeyman in boxing, B. Come on, B. Haney time. H! Let's go. H! Wilder, ain't he excuses? H! Hey, Ness, what's up with Wilder, bro? What's up? Talk to me, Ness. Wow, what we got? Uh, 18 days, champ. 18 days and we going to have all the answers that he didn't want to give us, man. Hey, Ness, he, he focused on you while, while he should be focused on Tyson Fury. He's so focused on your YouTube videos, he's not focused on Tyson Fury. What was the energy at the press conference? I thought it was speaking, believe it, receive it. He wasn't speaking at the press conference. He had, he had on his headphones. July 24th, them headphones got to come off, and he got to face reality. He's going to have to fight Tyson Fury, who's considered the best heavyweight in the world. 6'9", he coming in 300 pounds. What Wilder gonna do? Tyson Fury got too many skills, man. He underestimated Tyson Fury. He slept on him. Tyson Fury came back and dominated. Tyson Fury shocked the world two times. I don't care what color Tyson Fury is. The man can fight. The man can fight, bro. 
and I appreciate the opportunity. You already know, man. H money, Mr. DeZone. We in the building. Let's go. H money. <laughs> Woo! Wow, man. That was great. Yeah. Do you think he reads all that? Do you think he's got? I, I think he's got it all. I think he's got it all prepared. I really do. I think he's got it all prepared because he gets flustered when he comes off of that script. Why do you always get try and steal somebody's shine? Babe? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh wow! Just asking questions, Beeb. I can't ask questions no more. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Yo, I was going to ask, man. Uh, he didn't. He didn't give me an opportunity to ask him. So I asked you guys. Uh, the narrative is. Putting on the headphones didn't give Fury anything to feed off of. Uh, hence, kind of, it, it was like a reversal of roles, right? Like, Fury wasn't in control because Wilder didn't give him anything. Uh, did you guys see it that way? Or did you see it like, you know, I guess the rest of the YouTube media that's like, oh, he put the headphones not to have to deal with Fury. I think that's it. I think I think that he put those headphones on to not have to deal with it. I think he doesn't want to hear any negativity right now, which explains why he's only going on certain platforms and everything like that. He doesn't want to hear the negativity. He only wants positive vibes. And good or bad, I mean, you you can view it how you want. If it works for him, who are we to say? You know, I don't know. We'll find out in you know a couple of weeks if it worked for him or not. Well, there's two sides to it. There's one side that you know what the talking's done. I'm just here. I'm, I'm in fight mode right now. And I don't want to go back and forth with this guy. Um, I just want to get in the ring and, and do my talking in the ring. And then the other one is, you know what? I don't want to face the music. I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I accuse this guy, and I don't want to. I don't want to face the guy who, who I'm accusing of all these things. I don't want to call him out. And you know, the perception is that the whole press was against him. Everyone lied on him, and this and that. And then you know, Malik Scott's on 78's video saying, "Well, you know, we're not going to talk to people." who disrespected us and shit on us. And now if people want to just say that we lost or they want to say, well, I'm picking Fury, whatever, we don't care about that. But that's not true because Wilder went at people who, like the Charlo brothers, both of them, like they didn't say anything derogatory. They just said, I think he lost. I don't think race had anything to do with it. They didn't call him any names. And then, and then you know, Wilder attacked, attacked Jamel. Then Jamal said, I don't think Fury cheated. And then Wilder attacked them. Pauli Malaji said, I scored the fight for Fury. Then Wilder attacked him. So it's not like, people coming at them sideways. They just don't want to, they want blind loyalty. They want unconditional praise. That's what they want. And if they don't get it, then, then you're done. Then you're done. That's it. Like, think about this. Imagine being with a friend and, and you're fucking up all the time. You getting drunk, you get behind the wheel and your friend just doesn't say anything to you. Doesn't care that you're fucking up. And then you get in a car accident, right? Like, your friend is like the enabler. Like your, your friend is supposed to be there to, to, to walk you off that ledge, You're supposed to tell you when you're doing shit wrong. You want to hear the truth from, from people close to you. You don't want everyone to just tell you what's what you know the, the right thing or what you're doing right. You want to be told when you're doing something wrong so you can fix what you're doing wrong. If everyone's just telling you everything you're doing is right, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. So if people are there telling you that you that you're doing things wrong and you just want to look at them as attacking you or being negative towards you, or being that most overused word in social media today, hater, right? You, If you want to call everybody a hater because they're telling you things you don't want to hear, then, I mean, you're not going to be able to correct your mistakes. You're not going to get better as a man. Ness, 
we we made mistakes. We we admitted we made mistakes. If we were stubborn, then then where would we be today, right? Uh, Think about it. Very true. Right? We on this panel together, that's for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the thing. Like just because someone tells you that, like like things you don't want to hear, you know, Eric and I, we we have offline conversations and we constructively criticize. Well, maybe we should do this. I don't think you should do that. Well, what do you think about this? Like, I'm not going to sit there and say, like, say everything that Eric does is great and everything. I don't want Eric to say everything I do is great. I remember when you used to tell me, Beeb, your mic sucks. Get a new mic. I got a new mic. Beeb, you need to get a better camera. You're looking like fucking pixelated and shit, right? I, used to, I, got, a new, I got a new camera. Beeb, when you go to the fights, make sure you have, you have a camcorder. I bought a camcorder, right? Because, I, I mean, you were telling me these things to make me better, to make the product better. Right? That's mm -hmm. it. So what am I gonna do? Fuck you, Ness. Oh, I'm just gonna use my phone. What do you fire? No, I did I I did what I thought was right because you I respected your opinion and you gave me information and I took it as you're trying to make me better so I could make the show better and I can make the product better. And that's all it is. Like people just have an opinion, right? So it it, it just it's just unfortunate if all this is if, if all this just isn't an act. And it's not just him being a character. And if he really believes that, that everyone's out to get him, if he needs to believe that, he needs to have that chip on his shoulder that like, the world's against me and that makes him better, that's great. But if he's going to be stubborn and still think that he only has to be right for, for one second and he's going to depend on that one punch again, then we'll see what happens in this fight. We'll see. Like you said, we got 18 days. We got 18 days. It's put up or shut up, right? Definitely, man. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I know it's going to be huge. Uh, you guys should join me on a live fight chat. We should definitely. I will. Watch. I'll it's come on. I'll come on. I remember the second one. That's why I don't understand the Breland. And that second one, I, you can hear me saying like, yo, they got to stop this fight. They got to stop. Like, you yeah. know, it, it was pretty clear. So we'll see, man, what, what happens next, man. Um, but guys, I'm gonna cut out. I got my daughter in town. I do want to thank you guys for uh, having me on. Thank you, and, thank you so uh, much for coming on, man. This I know this I'm meant a lot to the guys, meant a lot to me, and uh, we appreciate you for uh, sure man, coming on. Means a lot. Means a lot to me, man. Uh, guaranteed. As long as I got an invite, I'll be back more regularly. Like I said, I think I think that we should all uh, frequent each other's channel to to grow each other's brand. Um, you know, even H money. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So now, who you picking? Who you picking? For, what, Wilder Fury? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you got to go with Fury, man. He's the favorite for the reason. You know, I'm going to be rooting for Wilder. I want him to get a win. Um, but pff, you got to. You going to bet the over? You going to bet the over? Uh, the, over. the over. I would bet the over. I would bet the over as well. You're, you're saying they're going over. They're going over. They go, yeah, they probably knock him out maybe in between eight and ten rounds. Fury, What's the I think over they're not seven, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah take the over. Seven take and a half. But it's minus money. It's not even a worthy bet. How, how much? How, how much is it a minus? One fifteen. One hundred five and one fifteen. One hundred five is the over, or one fifteen is the over. Under the under is one hundred five. One fifteen is the over. Yeah, so it's almost even money this. Exactly. You got to bet one fifteen. You, you get a hundred back. You get a hundred back. Exactly. That's like a shit. So, bet. so what are you gonna do? You gonna you get bet Fury? Like if you bet Fury, you're gonna lose money. The only way you can make like get you can you parlay can, it. I would parlay it. You know, you could do Fury, uh, just money line with with anything else. 
and see if you can at least get plus money. I don't do minus money bets, man. I so you can bet you can bet Fury just to win straight up, and then maybe bet Fury by the knockout, or bet Fury by. Oh, you can bet you can bet Fury by knockout and Fury by decision. Then you get. I, plus. I wouldn't do that either because then you're just hedging. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I would just put Fury in parlays with other guarantees. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'll put Fury in a, in a, like a three team guaranteed parlay. Like I got you. Uh, Fa Fury Fowler, okay. and okay. like that. That's yeah. what uh, that's what um, what's his name? Chikal does that. Does, yeah, Chikal's been killing yeah, it lately. Yeah, he does that. Parlays, I mean, parlays are a little bit um, safer. You can bet less, and you know, if you hit you, if you hit a five team parlay, you're gonna make some money. <laughs> you just got to, you know what I mean? And it's a little bit easy in boxing. You can pick all the favorites these days, and if you pick all the favorites in the weekend you'll end up like plus 300. So if you're a $100 better, you are doing good because you're bringing home 400 bucks. It's on you. If, you know, if you're a cheap guy like me betting two, five, ten here, then you're not really bringing in the money. Uh, but, but yeah, man, I would rather bet on plus money. Okay. Gotcha. Go. All right, brother. All right. All man. right. Fellas, man, thank you once again. It was absolutely uh, everything I hoped that it would be. I can't wait to get back on with you guys. Nest GTO, all forms of social media. Catch me every morning at 9 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. Thank you guys again. Till the next one. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, man. man. Thank you so much. Awesome. That was a good reunion, man. That was really nice. Good stuff. That was awesome. There you go. All right, let's go on here with the topics here. Uh, just real quick, we're going to wrap things up here in a minute. Uh, Gervonta Davis and Mario Barrios, the pay-per-view. Mike Coppinger is actually reporting that the pay-per-view did between two ten and $215,000. Um, I'll be honest with you, that's still not crazy numbers. Uh, I don't know that it was the numbers they were hoping for. But he is a bigger, you know, let me ask you a question, B. Where does this go here? Because they're they're talking about star power. Is he a bigger star than Josh Taylor, who's the undisputed champion? In America, yeah. Not 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 in the yeah, UK. Yeah, like, but well, UK, because- UK, UK, UK. Josh Taylor is very popular. Yeah. So you're thinking now is is Josh Taylor more popular in the UK than Javante Davis is in the United States? You can make an argument that possibly he is because I know a lot of UK fans that love Josh Taylor, man. They love Josh Taylor. But Tank Tank is really becoming a social media star. Like a lot of people, a lot of people in the entertainment business and the um sports business are talking about Tank. Um I went to work and um someone mentioned like who was that little guy that Floyd Mayweather uh promotes uh yeah. he fought on like so he's getting popular just because of his affiliation with floyd mayweather that right? water cooler yeah yeah and he's and he's draws a really good house right he drives a draws a really good live gate um you know and people complain about the uh you know the pay-per-views and, and for the fans the pay-per-views do suck because when you have other promoters like golden boy eddie hearn the top rank who are all working off of digital platforms and they're and they're allowing fans affordable options to watch boxing and then you have pbc who when they first came out they were talking about putting all these fights on free tv now they're doing the 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 exact opposite of that right so it's 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 not great for the fans but to be honest with you for the fighters it is better because if you do the math right 
they're only they're only guaranteed they guaranteed Tank a million. They guaranteed Barrios one point five. The undercard didn't make a ton of money either. So Showtime has the budget, right? So they can put up less money for the fight, and then they can allow these fighters to make the money on the back end of the pay per view. So from a business standpoint for all parties involved, right? It's good for Showtime because that they have to they get to put up less of their budget money for the fight, right? And Showtime, believe it or not, people don't know this, but they always think that the cable company gets half and the and the promotional company gets half to pay the fighter. But also the distributor gets 10%. So really the, the fighter the, the promoter gets 45 and the um cable companies get get 45 and then and the um distributor gets 10. So Showtime gets 10%. So they so out of that money they they get they get about 1.5 million dollars of of the pay-per-view revenue too. So from a business standpoint it does make sense cuz Tank Tank possibly could have made upwards of uh close to 5 million dollars for this fight because of the pay-per-view back end, right? And Mario Barrios could have made like close to 1.2 million. So if they were just to fight on Fox and Fox was going to give them a straight a straight guarantee Tank would probably get two million, and Barrios would probably get like four or five hundred thousand, right? But now these guys have the opportunity to make more money because they're on pay per view. But the, but the flip side to that is only two hundred people, two hundred thousand people saw them, if the numbers are correct. Whereas when you're on TV, Fox or ESPN, you're going to be in front of millions, and and those millions can translate into future pay per view buys, right? So do you want the money now, or do you want to wait a little bit for it? That's that's the thing. Well, the other no. thing, you know, the other thing I Go was ahead. thinking too when we talked about these numbers, okay, uh, it was two fifteen, sure. uh, two hundred or two ten to two fifteen or whatever whatever numbers are going to give us. You know, this didn't come out on Wednesday. This came out toward the end of the week when all the digital buys and everything like that would. Obviously, those are all crunched in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so was this a flop in your opinion? Um, it did about what I thought it would do. But in terms of, do I think these are great numbers? I think they're respectable numbers. I don't think they're good enough. I don't think they're exceptionally great numbers. I think they're they're they're, you know, uh, acceptable numbers. I don't think they're horrible numbers. I just think they're okay. I don't. I, I think. I think by doing two ninety seconds by doing in the two hundred thousand pay per view range. I don't think it's good from a popularity standpoint. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it does anything. To add, well, here's the thing. Let me let me just let me just rephrase that. So, if you, what they did do that was smart is they took clips of the fight and they put them up on social media. So they're putting like the knockout, the knockout clip, the knockdown clip, and they put them on social media. So they're taking clips of the fight, putting on social media, and these clips are getting a shit ton of like millions of views. So. I guess the strategy is, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put up put on pay per view so these guys can make the most money they can make, but then we'll just take portions of the fight, and then we're gonna show it on social media, and then we'll rebroadcast the fight the following week so more people can watch it. So, I guess if you really think about it, they're using social media as a way to really make fighters bigger now. And I think I think, you I have think to, yeah, yeah. So so when people say, oh well, only 200,000 200, people watched this fight, if you really think about it, that's not true because, like I said, when you look at the highlight video on YouTube that that Premier Boxing Champions put up on there, 
How many hits did that get? Ten How many seconds. hits when you when did, did the did the clip on on Twitter get? Did the clip on Instagram get right? So they're they're still putting Tank out there to the masses, and a lot of people are seeing it now. In terms of the numbers, two hundred thousand pay per view buys. Okay, the kid's twenty six years old. Floyd didn't start doing pay-per-view till he was 29. His first pay-per-view was 400,000 pay-per-view buys, but he was the B-side. He had a Toro Gotti to be the A-side in that one. And plus there was there was no elite there was no really illegal streaming back then. So that you know you have to factor that in. But um is the numbers phenomenal? Does that mean he's a pay-per-view star? I would say no, but the potential is there. Yeah. Because a lot of people are talking about him, especially the younger demographic. Well, and I think a lot goes into a pay-per-view as well. I mean, that undercard was lousy. I mean, lousy uh, as far as uh, on paper. Now, the guys performed and everything like that. I get that. But on paper, that, that undercard would, that left a lot to be desired, put it that way. Uh, Robert, let me let me bring you in here for a second here. Do you Is he a star? Is he a pay-per-view star? You, tell me. What's up? Uh, he's a star uh, because of, of the fact that he can sell tickets. But that does not translate right now to pay-per-view buys. In my opinion, if he wants to, if he wants to up his pay-per-view numbers, he's got to up his uh, opposition on the other side of the ring. He's got to get a better quality uh, type opponent. Not saying that Mario Barrios is terrible, but if you get a Vasily Lomachenko, if you get a Ryan Garcia, if you get a Devin Haney. If you get people like that uh, to be on the other side of the ring with you, you're going to increase your pay-per-view numbers. Uh, if he go, if he stays at 140, if he can somehow get Josh Taylor in the ring, um, you know. See, the problem is we don't know what they, what uh, Tank Davis is going to do. We don't know if he's going to go back to 135. We don't know if he's going to stay at 140. We we don't know what uh, what he's going to do. And you have the problem of Floyd Mayweather basically admitting, and we're going to keep things in-house. Well, if you keep things in-house, you're going to limit the, the kind of fighters that he can actually fight, unless you're going to go out and spend money to, to sign more people in his weight class that, that, uh, that's going to give him interesting fights. Uh, that, that's why that's the one thing I hate about boxing these days, and especially in his division, 135. You got people that could fight one another, but nobody wants to work together. Now, I think that's a real problem. There you go. All right. All right. I think that's it, guys. Uh, listen, man, uh, if you guys are listening and uh, if you haven't done so already, give us a thumbs up, man. Give us some likes. Give us some, uh, give us some love. Give us some love, all right? Uh, I didn't get a chance uh, during the broadcast. I, typically, I'll shout everybody out who gave us super chats and everything like that. We didn't get a chance to. Everything kind of moved fast. Um, everybody who gave us super chats, thank you so much, man. It really does mean a lot to us. It helps us out. Uh, you guys going and telling your friends about this. We're trying to make the channel grow. Uh, so that helps us out as well. So anything that you guys can do to help us out, that'd be great. Uh, tell your friends about it. Retweet. Tweet it out. Retweet it. Whatever the case may be, man, uh, help us get bigger, man. The bigger we get, uh, the bigger you guys. You know, like I said, we put on better shows. So trying to grow here, man. Uh, Chandler M's in the chat says, Tiafimo's still a scrub. Don't forget it. We have a pie bet. I had no idea I had a pie bet with Brian, by the way. I had no idea. I, I, no, I remember you did because no, he said did. that. I want to see the video. He, 
I want the video. I'll, to be I'll pull it up. Don't pull it up. You said you said that you said that the Caleb plant Canelo fight was going to happen. He said he doesn't think it's going to happen. Yeah, well, hey, he might be right now. I, that looks like he's going to target better BF or whatever. Uh, I and guess then, Caleb Plant uh, looks like he's pricing himself out. That's a dumb guess, move on Plant's part. I mean, well, what's he going to well, do? I mean, my my whole thing on this is I'll, we'll talk about it real quick. Is I think PBC wants to just keep control of that title. They want to get as many in-house fights as they can out of Caleb Plant. I think that he's going to fight. I'm hearing rumors that he's going to fight David Morrell again, the, the WBA, the guy that just knocked out uh, Kazaris in one round. And then I then I then I, then I think you know, he'll probably then he'll probably fight like like. Uh, you know Anthony Durrell, and then and then they're gonna end up probably matching him against David Benavides, and Anthony then the winner, Durrell for real. I would say, I mean, oh, like I said, they're God, gonna milk, they're gonna milk him for all the in-house fights that they oh. can, and 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 you know everyone does in-house fights, but you know PBC's got the most fighters, so they're doing in-house fights more than anyone else, and they openly right. say that we only want to, we only want to do, and you know, listen to Mayweather saying we we got enough fighters over here, we don't need to work with anyone else, right? So I I, I just think that. You know, they want to milk this title as, as, for as long as they can. And then if David Benavides does beat, that does end up beating Plant, I think David Benavides, in my opinion, has a better shot of beating Canelo than Caleb Plant does. Yeah, not at 175 because he ain't going no. back down. I mean, I don't think oh, I think he'll go there. Back. I think he'll go back down. I don't, I don't think know, he'll stay man. Up. He goes yeah. up there and beats the boogeyman at 175, come down for what? He's already beat two guys up there. Yeah, two I don't big think name guys. Well, you could, you know, he, if he does beat better, be if he, you know, they, they, he could go back. He could go after Bivol too. You're right. You, I mean, you, you two could be big right. Guys up there, two big names, Kovalev, and then uh, Better Beev if he wins. No, you could be well, right. Well, if, yeah. if he goes after Better Beev and then he fights Bivol, and then he could possibly fight Joe Smith too. So you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So there you go. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, man. We appreciate it. And uh, remember to catch us on Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So catch us here, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, I'm at ringside73 on Twitter, at jhabib1 on Twitter. And catch ringside Robbie. Where can we catch you, Robert? Uh, you can catch me on um, uh, Legend Oldies uh, Radio on every Tuesday. We do a podcast all about different – all about – every sport from 6 to 8 Eastern. And if you guys want to call and leave me any kind of messages or anything, uh, you can call 773-572-3034 and be sure to leave messages and I will get back to you. There you go. There you Please go. Oh, stop it, Beeb. What's the matter with you? All right, guys, we will catch you next week. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.